Very excited to welcome my next guest. He's a journalist and multi-award-winning screenwriter, making his literary voice heard loud and clear. David Chang joins me in 25 seconds on an all-new RXG Exclusives. We must open up our You're watching RXG Exclusives. Oh, they try to keep us away, yeah. Well, David, I appreciate you being here. Thanks for having me, man. I'm really excited for this and um, looking forward to the conversation. We share something in common. Both of us are alums at the Set in Philadelphia screenplay competition facilitated by the Greater Philadelphia Film Office. I was a winner in one of the subcategories some time ago, and have more recently been a finalist a few times. You, on the other hand, have taken home the grand prize and other categories over the last few years, and you continue to rake up honors at some very prestigious competitions. One of your most lauded works is for the screenplay Skin, which I had the honor of reading. It's you know, I keep saying, I don't know what's taking Hollywood so long to greenlight this baby. It's easily one of the best scripts I've ever read. I, I'm, I appreciate that. I'm a little bit jealous. <laughs> I wish I had written it myself. And it's one of those projects I'd leap to be a part of as an actor. And your body of work is diverse. Drama, sci-fi, comedy, faith-based features, TV. And you're sort of a Clark Kent in that by day you're a digital content producer for NBC Philadelphia and... When you're off the clock, you're still in front of the computer. So how do your two careers differ and how do they connect? Oh, first of all, thank you for having me. And just thank you for the kind words. Really do appreciate that. And um, you've been a supporter of, of Skin, you know, really for, for a while now. And I really do appreciate that. Um, you know, it, it's, it's very interesting. It's with, you know, working in journalism and also screenwriting, you know, the, the similarities I think really the similarities kind of play into how I've kind of balanced both, you know, when, when you're doing a story, you know, obviously you kind of have less time or, or less room for creativity at the same time. It's definitely helped me with structure. Um, I, I think a feature, a lot of my scripts are just sort of the ease at which someone could read it because they're, they're structured in a way that it, it almost mirrors a news article where I'm just used to, okay, you have your basic information that you're trying to, to convey as quickly as possible in a way that's easy for a reader to understand. So I definitely try and bring those elements into how I write um, my scripts. Because you have to figure the people who are reading scripts in Hollywood, they read thousands, you know, a lot of them are, are kind of a slog to get through. And I've always found that, you know, your script can be flawed, the story can be flawed, but if it's easy to read, if it's an enjoyable experience to get through, you kind of get a little bit more leeway as far as the people who are making these decisions about the quality of your script, because a lot of scripts just aren't easy to read. They're, they're overwritten. It's almost too much detail, not enough detail. So I think working in journalism and writing these articles, it's definitely helped me understand structure for scripts and also just sort of writing it in a way that it just, it kind of lets your eyes kind of flow down the page, you know? Um, so that's where it's similar. The difference is obviously, uh, with journalism, you have to be completely objective. Um, you can't really, you can have a voice, but the voice shouldn't overwhelm what you're saying um, as far as conveying information. 
screenwriting, you know, I, I think it, it kind of allows me to express myself a bit more. You know, as a journalist, I can't really say much on social media as far as my opinion on certain things. And screenwriting has kind of given me that outlet. You know, a, a lot of times, you know, my scripts, I, I wouldn't say that they're preachy, but they, they're definitely conveying a message. It's kind of just hidden within something. It's hidden within a metaphor or within a genre. So I think that has really allowed me to express myself in a way that's constructive and also really enhances the work. It kind of gives it a, a little bit more, more depth, you know. Um, so those are really the differences and the similarities. And I think, again, what's helped me with my scripts is just having that background in journalism where I'm just used to being able to convey information in a way that's very readable, very quick and easy to read. And I definitely apply those that, that skill set to screenwriting. And so that's definitely where, where it's, it's the most similar. Now, many don't understand the writing process, and it truly is different for each person. There are so many distractions, some of them self-imposed, others from a variety of sources. I understand you once wrote three screenplays in the span of a year. And every time I turn around, you have another script making the rounds out there. How do you budget your time in order to accomplish such feats? And what's your process for each project? Yeah, it, it's very interesting. You know, I, I know writers who they're very disciplined. They write a few pages a day. I've never really been like that. I actually go through very long bouts, not necessarily a writer's block where I'm just not really inspired to write anything. So I, I'm, I guess I'm, I'm, I don't know if this is the right term, maybe, maybe like a, a binge writer almost, where it's like if I'm hit with an idea, I just can't stop thinking about it and I just have to get it on the page, you know? Um, so my process really, when I have this idea, I don't, I, I, I don't sit on it. I just kind of get it out immediately. So what I normally start with is just a very rough outline. Then that turns into a treatment, which is basically like a, a very detailed summary of your script. I always find that the more detailed the treatment, the easier it is to actually write the script. So I try to put in as much prep work as possible before actually writing anything so that the actual writer of the script is much easier. You know, so sometimes I'll do a treatment and literally every single paragraph represents one scene from the screenplay. And I just find that the more detailed that is, the easier it is to write the actual script. So, you know, I think I'm at a point where the first draft is easy because I'm just kind of, I have so much prep already. I'm, I'm already, I'm just getting it all out there. The challenge for me has always been the rewrites, you know, taking in the criticisms, taking in the feedback, um, kind of removing myself from the script because, you know, unfortunately what happens is when you first finish your first draft, you're so caught up in actually finishing it and you're excited and you're not really thinking clearly about the clear flaws. Cause you know, most first drafts are, are terrible. I don't care how seasoned of a writer you are. There's gonna be flaws there, but you're so close to the work, it's harder for you to see the flaws. So that's where I think having a good network of writers that you trust is important that can give you these you know, honest feedback and really let you know, okay, what's missing here? What's confusing? You know, cause that's really a common flaw in a lot of first drafts, uh, a lack of clarity as far as what's going on, as far as the, the locations, the space of the story, the structure of the story, it's a little bit off. So, the rewrites, I think, are the most challenging part, at least for me, because, again, I have to remove my own personal bias and realize, OK, this is very flawed. I know you're very attached to this work, but there's some issues here that you need to address. So kind of remo removing myself, being able to see it objectively, kind of re removing my emotions from it and just seeing, OK, what's not working here and being able to address that and, and also improving it, you know, because a lot of times this happened to me before. 
you'll do a second draft and you're actually writing a worse version of the script, you know, because you, you're maybe you're going off of one person's opinion. So I also think like a, a, a very important thing is to have enough variety of opinions where you can kind of just kind of pick the common critiques, you know, cause you never really want to go with an outlier opinion, but if like three or four people are saying, Hey, the dialogue needs work, chances are the dialogue really does need work. So that's kind of how, you know, okay, what should I address here? What should I really approach and tackle in the rewrite? So that's very important, but the rewrite has always been the most challenging part for me as far as the, you know, the actual process of writing. So, um, but that's really my, my process. I have a good idea. I don't sit on it. I just get it out immediately, but you know, I'm definitely not your typical structured writer. I know writers who write every day. I, I envy them. I, I can't really do that. If I'm not inspired to write something, I just can't write, you know? So that's kind of how it's always been for me. Well, you're a new father. Congratulations. Thank you so much. Appreciate that. How does being a parent affect how and what you put out into the world? Being a father, I'm already noticing the difference just watching things on TV. I, I get way more emotional seeing certain things. Um, I'll, I'll give an example. There's a horror script that I wrote that has very, it's focused very much on a family and a family dynamic. And uh, without going into too much detail, a, a very key plot point of it is a very is a strained relationship between a mother and a daughter you know um and i i think it 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 works as is especially in a horror context i do know that if i wrote that same script now being a father i'd be much more sensitive as far as how i depict that dynamic you know and there's just there's just kind of something that it it, it just it changes how you you see things it changes your perspective on things so i i think it's Ultimately, and you know, the interesting thing is I, I haven't written anything new since having my, my, my daughter, she just, she's just three months old. So I haven't written anything new since having um, a, a daughter, but I do think whatever my next project is, there's gonna be much more of a sensitivity towards it as far as how I approach certain, certain themes, but also I think a, a little bit more nuance um, as far as how I approach a family dynamic. You know, writing something, um, Writing something without being a parent versus writing something as a parent, I think there's a clear difference in how you approach certain things. It's not necessarily better or worse. It's just different, you know? So I'm, I'm really excited to kind of see what that is and how my approach changes, but it, it definitely has changed my outlook on, on, on everything, you know, and writing just being one of the many um, aspects that it's, that's changed. So, you know, I, I'm do, I, I don't know quite yet know what I'm going to be working on next, but, you know, I think being a father will have a heavy, heavy influence on it as far as my approach and, and the themes as well. Now, your work tends to center on race and religion. How important is it for the screenwriter to create socially conscious material? Do you think it's our duty as writers to put a microscope up to society or does popcorn cinema have its place? Yeah, I, I think it's, it's a balance between the two. It's also about what your voice is. You know, I, I write about race and religion because race and religion was a key part of my childhood and how I grew up. It's a part of like my identity, you know? So I think there's a difference between writing what you grew up with, what kind of defines who you are as a person versus just choosing any hot topic, just, just to choose a topic, you know? So I, I don't write about those things to teach lessons or because I want to have like a pulse on society. I write on it because it, it literally was a very, very, very important part of, of, of my childhood, you know, um, without going into too much background, basically I attended a, a white evangelical church, a white elementary school where I was the only black kid. And then in middle school, attended a, a majority black middle school. 
and then a majority black high school. And that had a profound effect on how I look at certain things. So you have the racial aspect, you have the fact that I was in a white evangelical church, growing up in the Christian church. So that's always been a part of my work, not because I want to necessarily, you know, um, make some grand statement, but it's, it's just because that that was part of, you know, that's part of my identity. And I, I tend to take things from my identity and put that into my work, you know? So I, I think, you know, I, so I'm never going to tell a writer what to write about. Um, I, I think if they're going to touch really topical issues, that's fine. That's admirable. Just make sure it's coming from a genuine place. Cause I think audiences can definitely tell the difference between something being forced and something that feels genuine from the writer, you know, and there's a place for popcorn and entertainment too. There's a place for both. You know, you, you can do both. I mean, I think, you know, someone like Jordan Peele, he can do, you know, popcorn fun films that also have, uh, you know, the subtext is very topical as far as dealing, dealing with, with race identity or, or with, uh, with Nope that just came out with, with spectacle, you know? So there, there are ways to do both, but, you know, I, I for me, I, I put just, quality and just being a natural extension of who you are as a writer, I put that over anything. So if, if you're naturally just someone that, that wants to focus on the spectacle and, you know, making something that's really enjoyable for audience, you know, more power to you if that's who you really are. If, if you tackle social issues and that's a part of your identity, the more power to you as well. I've, I have no problem with either approach. It's only if it's like forced and not really coming from who you really are. I, I Then I would kind of go against that, you know, because again, audiences can tell when something is forced and not genuine as far as what the writer's voice is. Well, David, we're living in precarious times. Perhaps we always have been, but I think we all are hyper aware of it now. As a writer, I often find it cathartic to let my emotions loose on the page. How do you maintain your sanity and does writing also provide you an outlet for release? Oh yeah, totally. Uh, you know, writing is very therapeutic for me, especially writing, writing screenplays. Um, again, going back to what I was saying about my job as a journalist, there's so much I have to hold in. There's so much I can't really say. Um, and writing is my outlet, you know? So things that I, I, I find that, yes, I, I can be very opinionated in, in private, but as far as sharing my public opinions, screenwriting is how I do that, you know? Um, I try not to be too didactic. I try not to be too preachy, but if it's, if you're looking hard enough, it's there as far as what I'm trying to say. Um, and it's definitely my outlet. It's definitely how I express things that I can't really express, you know, in my day job. So it's very important for me and it's very therapeutic as well. And it's part of the reason why I love doing it. Well, there are many talented people in the universe. And I think every person has at least one story inside of them that really deserves to be told. However, screenwriting can be intimidating for the new or aspiring scribe. So what's your advice to fledgling writers out there who'd love to see the kind of literary success coming your way? Just, just write, you know, um, I think so many screenwriters get caught up in the long-term stuff like, oh, what if it's not good enough? What if it doesn't win anything? What if no one likes it? What if it never, what if I'm just wasting my time and you're not wasting your time to write a full length screenplay is a huge accomplishment. So just do it, you know, and, and sometimes that first script, you're, you're so caught up in like making it perfect. It's not going to be perfect no matter how much you try and, and edit and rewrite, just get that first draft done and worry about everything else after that. 
And, you know, when you're working on your first script, don't do any market research. Don't, don't think, Oh, like, like what, what, what's, what script will put me in the best position to sell something. Don't think about any of that. Like it's very, very rare that someone's first script does anything. My first script is this big epic sci-fi action star wars type of thing that's not based on any ip that would never get made it's just what i wanted to make and i had a lot of fun writing it and it's it made me a better writer learning from the mistakes i made doing that so i just encourage any writer to not worry about anything but getting it out there you know don't worry about the quality just get it done get it out there and just that weight being lifted of just you know writing your first script letting it be, you know, kind of um, reassuring yourself that it can be done because it, it can be so daunting of a task, you know, to approach, but just doing it, it just, it lifts such a weight off of your shoulder and it frees you then to kind of focus on the other things, you know, but that first step of writing the first script, just do it, just do it. Don't worry about how bad it is or how good it is, just write it. And then everything else will kind of fall into place. And yeah, I mean, that, that's the kind of biggest piece of advice. And then also, to not get too high or get too low on yourself. I kind of have this rule where you're never as bad as you think you are and you're never as good as you think you are either. There's always room to improve as a writer, no matter what success you have and no matter what setbacks you have. Also, don't let that give you imposter syndrome. Like you're, you're doing this, you're in, you're, you're in the trenches. Just the fact that you wrote something means you have the ability to do this. So just kind of really, really being level-headed, I think is, is a, a very key key advice that still helps me, you know, um, especially just, just going through this, this whole journey as a writer. David, a screenwriter trying to break through, should they write what they're passionate about or try to write to the market to make noise? Write what they're passionate about first. Um, you know, I, I'm never going to say, you know, it's, I feel like a lot of screenwriters will be like, just, just don't, don't worry about the market at all. At, at, at some point you should be mindful of it, but that's only after, a lot of practice, a lot of uh, finding your voice. So don't worry about the market if you're not on that level yet to worry about the market. You know, when you're still trying to find your voice, when you're still looking for representation, when you're still trying to improve, like, you know, and I, I'm, I'm still trying to improve as a writer. But when you're first starting out, just really develop your voice and write what you want to write. Because again, people can tell when it's not really something you're comfortable with, when it's not your wheelhouse, when you're not passionate about it, the passion is what brings you the managers. It's what, you know, make, makes you place well in contests. It's what makes, make, you know, it's what makes your script stand out. It's the passion, you know, and if you don't have that, any other strategy or, or anything else, that, that, that doesn't really work. You know, I, I think writers need to see themselves as artists first and then business people second. You know, because if you're just looking into the business without the artistry, it's never really going to connect with it with anyone, you know. Um, so write about what you're passionate about, you know, write what you want to write first before you think about any of the market or, or any of that stuff. And then realize that there's a market really for anything, you know, um, even if you think your script, your vision is too weird. There's someone out there with influence that can connect with it, that it resonates with. You know, all it really is as breaking in all breaking in really is, is just finding that one person with influence that can that connects with your work. So you can have nine people that just don't understand your script, that one person who has some connections that understands it, believes in your vision. That's really all it takes just to kind of just to kind of take that first step in as far as breaking in. So such a subjective industry. It's totally subjective. It completely subjective. Yes, most definitely. 
Well, my final question for you, sir, is when did you realize you had a passion for screenwriting and that you had a gift? Wow. Um, so the passion, I think, it, it started really, I think, in, in high school. Um, I, I've always loved movies. I've, I've always loved writing. I just didn't really think to connect the two together. Um, and then, you know, when, when I was middle school, high school, one of my favorite movies was, was The Matrix. And I remember I was just randomly at Barnes and Noble and I just stumbled on the, the shooting script for The Matrix. I'm like, wait a minute. Wow. They, they, they actually do scripts. They, they, they write movies before they become movies. So I read the script and it was just so fascinating to me knowing what the movie looked like in my head and then reading how, comparing it to how it looked on the page and just kind of seeing the differences, seeing things that were kind of omitted, seeing things that could have been interpreted in different ways. And that I think sparked my interest in screenwriting. Um, and I read, I, I had no real formal training. I read the book Screenwriting for Dummies, <laughs> you know, and I, I had a lot of fun just kind of figuring out like how to, how to, how to kind of navigate it, you know? And again, I, I mentioned that I, I grew up in the church. Um, this is kind of funny. I, I was, and so in the church, I, I was a member of like this, uh, we, we had like this church puppet team and we, we kind of like put on like, like different Bible stories for kids. And at some point they asked me to write the plays for that. Like it was like five minute little, little play, little puppet shows. And I remember having so much fun just, just seeing like the audience reaction. And then that turned into like, oh, maybe I can write something a little, little bit longer. So my, my first full length script, uh, I was uh, in high school and it was, it was an action movie it was kind of like scary movie for like action movies, you know, um, and I, I thought it was it was so corny. It was so it was stupid, but I had so much fun writing it. And then I, I think when I really realized I had a real gift for it was it probably wasn't until college uh, where I took a screenwriting course and I wrote a full length script. It got a good reaction from the class. And then I submitted it to a student contest and it won the student contest. And I was like, oh, wow, like people, it's not just me who enjoys the work. People are actually enjoying what I'm writing, you know, but it just is re regrettably after that, after I graduated, I just kind of got caught up in this, this notion that you can't, you can't make a living being a screenwriter. You know, I, I kind of, it just kind of discouraged me from pursuing it. And I stopped for almost a decade and I was just kind of just, I just um, did journalism instead. And then when I turned 30, I had a bit of a, a midlife or a, a quarter life crisis, midlife crisis. I, I, don't, I don't know what the right term would be for, for 30, but uh, I just felt like, you know, I, I, I enjoy journalism. I like it a lot. I, you know, but I was always, my true passion has always been screenwriting and I kind of just gave up on it. Let me give it another shot. And that's kind of what started this, this journey that I'm on now, you know? Um, but yeah, it's really from an early age where I, I had interest but it wasn't until later where I, I was like, oh, wow, people actually enjoy what I'm writing and maybe I do have a gift for this, you know? So it's been a very long journey as far as trying to figure out my relationship to screenwriting, you know, whether it's just a hobby or whether it's something I can really do as a career, so. Well, David, I think, I think this is your career, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, man, I really appreciate that. David, for folks who'd like to read your work, if there are any producers out there watching, how can they reach out and support? they can check out my, my cover fly page uh, that kind of has a link to all of my scripts so far. Um, they could reach out to myself. Also my, my manager, Sydney blank with fourth wall management management. You can also follow me on Twitter. Um, on Twitter, I have, it's kind of both where I have my, my work to my, my journalism work, my articles with, with NBC 10. 
um, as well as uh, just kind of uh, updating people on, on just my um, my progress as a screenwriter as well. So you can kind of see see both aspects of that. So, um, but yeah, it's it's really just with myself and my manager as far as uh, people. You know, if people are interested, um, that they should contact both. So. Well, David Chang, a screenwriter, making his literary voice heard loud and clear. Thank you, my friend. Thanks so much, Robert. I really appreciate, appreciate it. it. A lot of fun. Thank you so much. And thank you for watching this installment of RxG Exclusives. I'm Robert X. Gothen. Until next time. Make sure to like, comment, and hit subscribe on our YouTube channel so you never miss out. RxG Exclusives, hosted by Robert X. Golfin, now playing.